everyone, and welcome to episode 56 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. If it's your first time here, thank you for listening. And on this podcast, we talk about video game and movie news and what we played or watched during the week. I am Barry, one of the co-hosts here, along with my other host. My name is Craig, still the same, hasn't changed. And maybe it never will. It might not. Maybe it will one day. Maybe one day I'll say something else. Yeah, maybe. But (laughs) you have to keep listening to find out. Yep. And let's get into the news for this week. So I'll start off with the Resident Evil Village Showcase with demos being released. Uh, Resident Evil 4 coming to the Quest 2 with more information to come. But the uh, Resident Evil Village Showcase that pretty much just showed that they're working on a Netflix original movie. Uh, RE4 for the Quest 2 and how they're working and kind of some of the modes they brought back and now I'm not I don't go as bad I don't go as far back with Resident Evil as probably you do Craig but one of the modes that they are going to be bringing back is the kind of the round like the endless round modes where you're just like shooting zombies upgrading weapons in between every round and going through it's pretty much you know zombies but Resident Evil style yeah, stuff that I never really played that much in the older ones, so oh, it doesn't enough. do a whole lot for me. But it's, I mean, I'm sure some people will be excited. Yep. And then the demo that uh, came out is you were pretty much able to decide to spend 30 minutes in each section, whether it was the village or the castle part of the game. Clips have already come out, and what's really cool is uh, during the showcase, they pretty much just said streamers, you know, make sure to stream it. You know, they want. I I think Resident Evil probably knows that this game is going to be heavily streamed and the more people that do it, the more people watch these people play the game and go, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot myself or something like that. So it's nice that Resident Evil seems to be making things very, you know, play well for streamers. And that's good news for me because I'm going to I'm going to stream it. So (laughs) we're we're getting closer and closer and uh, that game is coming out a lot sooner than I think anybody expected here. It's coming up quickly for sure. Yeah. And that kind of leads me into, we haven't had a rant in a while. Yeah. We're, we're about due for a rant and I had okay. it listed as literally just resident evil demo rant as to, I would remind myself, but uh, <laughs> the way they've put out these demos, I think is so dumb. Um, Like, it's one thing to put it exclusive to a console. I get that, right? Like, putting it on PlayStation is fine. But, like, these, like, time demos, and it was such a a small window that, like, you have to play between this time in order to play is, like, so dumb. Like, if you really want your game to be out there, then you can still do the 30-minute demo of the village and the 30-minute demo of the castle, but, like, make it available. Not everybody has, like, this specific time that they're going to block out to play a demo. I don't know. It just seems like a really bad idea i don't think it hypes it up um but again i don't have a ps5 so like i can't play the demo anyway and i'm not mad about that i was just like the timed thing was just so dumb i don't i don't understand the reasoning behind it yeah this is the first time i've ever seen like this kind of um timed demo sort of thing and this is the only time i actually got to participate in it Mm -hmm. so like not only is it time demo, but it's also like every single console has a different date for this time demo. So it makes yep. it very hard, especially like let's say I was looking to maximize my time with Resident Evil. I would have to figure out, OK, when does the PS5 one come out? When does the PS4 one come out? What about right. the Xbox? And then make time there. 
maybe they'll release to see maybe how what the numbers did for the demo and i'm interested to see what the numbers are for that because it will either be good because people were able to get to these demos when they were or it's going to be or they'll never release it kind of indicating that no not enough not a lot of people got to this and you know it from early impressions right now it does seem like uh it, it does seem to be a really good sequel yeah. to uh, seven and building off everything that they built with biohazard and they did say that there will be a point in the near pretty near future where they will just release that 30 minute demo of each to play so eventually you will get that but I don't know, just the whole way it was set up was just so weird to me. And I haven't really seen it done that way before. Um, I'm just not a fan at all. Like, I'm excited for the game. Um, but at this point, I'm like, well, I'll just play the game when it comes out, because trying to figure out when I'm actually going to be able to play, it, if I'm going to be able to play it on the Xbox at all, it's kind of like, I'll just wait. It's not that far off anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So in other news, we have PlayStation reversing its uh, stance here the ps3 and vita stores are going to stay open i'm going to assume that was all the people complaining um you know yeah. i i wasn't too upset about them closing it i think i have pretty much everything digitally that i want from the ps3 i don't own a vita but you know it, it doesn't hurt to keep it open for future's sake so good on them for listening you know um and and realizing that hey this is still a thing that people want i mean if they never would have announced that this was going to be closed. I don't know if people would have cared. You know what I mean? But like, as soon as you announce it, everybody's like, oh, no, don't do that. It's kind of like when they yeah. shut down servers for old games and everybody gets upset. Um, but, I'm, you know, it's it's good to see that they listened. Yeah, yeah. I, I was reading like on social media that may uh, that kind of was a funny one that maybe it was just like an April Fool's joke <laughs> to have the people who want games on those systems just to buy them. Right. And probably sales. I, I imagine sales are probably skyrocketed for this, uh, for, you know, the time period that the PS3 and Vita are on. But I, I'm, I'm of the stance that I kind of understand what they're, what they're trying to do there with, with shutting down those servers because it costs money to keep it up. Mm-hmm. People are running the shop and putting things up on those shops and they want to move those people and stuff like that. Yeah. So having to keep it open for pretty much a base a, a fan base of people who really aren't playing anymore, because even like even for me with friends in Costa Rica and kind of other third world country type things, most of them are able to get their hands on a PS4 now or mm-hmm. were able to because you really can't get a PS4 now or a PS5 now for that matter. Yeah, so. A lot of people are able to get that. I think that the player base for the PS3 and de- I could see it being more for the Vita because the Vita is, you know, a Sony handheld, which pretty much if you don't have a Switch or in even Nintendo DSs, you still see are pretty much the handhelds that you see around. So yeah. Vita is kind of that slight third option that people might have. Uh, yeah. But yeah. You know, I think I think eventually like people need to just come to grips with the fact that one, these things are going to shut down. And I think it's Sony's, I think, doing you a fa- doing them a favor by even letting them know they're going to shut it down instead of just kind of doing a stealth shutdown, pressing a button. And then when you go to buy something the next day for the first time in what, three years, <laughs> yeah. you, you you um, you find out it's not not working. So. You know, Sony's doing a favor and I'm glad Sony reversed the course, but also realized that it may just be delaying the inevitable. Yeah, it's true. 
So I guess, I mean, they're going to shut it down eventually. So if you, again, if you have stuff on there you want to get, I would get it now. Yeah, but I, I don't no have way. anything left that I need to get off there that I don't already have on a PS3 or PS4 at this point. Exactly. And I'll just do a little sh- slight news because we're talking about PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition is now free for PS4 and PS5 owners. Again, this is a perfect time to get it, especially the Complete Edition that comes yeah. with the DLC, which apparently like adds an entirely new territory. You know, I haven't haven't gotten there yet, but we'll figure it out. But just a little slight news story for those looking for that. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention is Jeff Kaplan, the director of Overwatch, leaves Blizzard. This is fairly new and recent news, which and it's kind of big news for the Overwatch community. Jeff Kaplan is not only the director, but the face that people put to Overwatch because he was the one that was constantly showing the developer updates, the new maps, the new modes, etc. When it came to he was pretty much everything Overwatch. Yeah. And. Overwatch 2 development is apparently going fine and will be picked up by the assistant director. And excuse me, I didn't pick up his name. That's my fault. But this is it, it's big news for, you know, for Blizzard. Overwatch, I think, is still a game that is probably pretty incredibly online based and a lot of people play it despite mm-hmm. how old the game is. But uh, you also have either Jeff Kaplan had one of two things. Either he got bored or you know, not only that, or maybe he just wanted to create a new game or do something different for once. So, yeah, we still have Overwatch 2 coming out next year, I think, is what they said. Something like that. Yes. Um, which is still a weird game because they said you'll still be able to play on the original Overwatch with Overwatch 2 players as well. So that's a weird thing going on. But um, if we want to keep it in the uh, Sony family, um so we had the big article from uh, the big article from Jason Schreier, right? If you read that um, about Naughty Dog and Sony and Sony kind of favoring Naughty Dog and all the other smaller studios like. Uh, uh, was it Sony Bend that made Days Gone, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. You got um, it. Yep. Those guys kind of feeling like they're getting pushed to the side. Um, you know, it was interesting to read basically that they wanted to make a Days Gone, too, and that got kind of shut down. Um, but the point of that whole story that I wanted to bring up is that there is a petition online that is now over 50,000 signatures for them to actually back a days gone too. Um, yeah, I still want to play through days gone. I still haven't beaten it. It is free. I think it's still free right now. Um, if you have PlayStation plus, I do want to get through that and I would be interested to see them do a days gone too and try to improve on that formula. I don't think the original was bad game at all. I just think it needs a little bit of work. So we'll see if that goes anywhere for Sony. Um, if they listen and actually give them the green light to make another Days Gone, um, I would I would hope so. But then again, as far as zombies go, we already have Last of Us, right? Which is kind of like the go-to for zombie-type games. So who knows? Yeah, it was, it was a really interesting story for all that stuff going on this weekend. Apparently, you know, somebody that worked uh, at Ben Studios would like, mm-hmm. if you guys really liked this game, then maybe you should have purchased it at full price yeah. or done all that kind of stuff, which did lead to some drama, which it's almost <laughs> never to tell some. It's almost, you can tell people to like, hey, don't pirate my game, but telling them right. to pay full price is kind of a different story, especially when 
people, you know, can't afford 60 or $70 games occasionally and, can, you know, have to wait for it to fall down to 40 or even 20. Yeah, so. a better answer could have been like, hey, if you if you were that interested, you like play the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it shouldn't matter if yeah. you're ba- if you're paying $60 or $20, honestly. So or free at this point, as long as there's an interest and Sony can see how many people are have downloaded the game for free and are playing it. So that would show them that like, hey, there is an interest in this game. So we'll see. Yeah, all we can really do is wait till then. I hope Sony starts to like backtrack this as well, mm-hmm. just because I really don't want them to kind of fall into, OK, you know, Naughty Dog Studios are only going to be making Uncharted and Last of Us, you know, for the rest of their lives and or something like that. And that's the kind of thing I really don't want. You know, we want these. The, the reason The Last of Us and Uncharted were such good games were because they were new experiences at the time. Mm-hmm. And once you kind of conclude or finish that story, you know, you can milk it as much as you want. But eventually, you know, a studio is probably going to get upset yeah. at the fact that, you know, Naughty Dog now has to make, you know, their 17th version of uncharted (laughs) and you know nathan dre you're playing as nathan drake's you know second removed cousin daughter type type deal so you know i hope sony backtracks that you know the the reason we play video games are not for the same experiences all the time even though they sell very well i do admit that Mm -hmm. um but new experiences and the surprises that come with it i also think are even more rewarding yeah true on my end, we have Luigi joining the Lego Mario set, <laughs> which uh, definitely was a surprise. There was kind of a build up to this as a little bit after kind of Mario, you know, died. The <laughs> Mario Lego set can kind of say things, uh, you know, as coins and stuff. But apparently somebody was a somebody like recorded the Mario saying Luigi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two days later, Nintendo announced the nintendo and lego Mm -hmm. announced the luigi set and uh again if you're a nintendo collector this is nintendo just going okay time to time to upfront your pockets here and and buy it it's it's a fun little add-on i just don't know how you know for me as somebody who doesn't really collect legos or build legos it doesn't mean that much to me yeah this is an interesting one because i don't think it's done very well right like i bought it when it came out and like i i have barely used it um, I just don't think it's that popular. Like you see the, those sets on sale or clearanced out now as it is. So yeah. it's interesting that they're kind of like doubling down unless they already had a deal worked out with Lego. And that's a possibility. But it definitely didn't hit as hard as I thought it would, especially combining two very popular things, Lego and Mario. But we'll see. We'll see if people actually buy this or if this ends up in like the clearance bins in a couple of months. Yeah, I think for the most part, you have Nintendo kind of Nintendo has to realize that a lot of the people that are buying, you know, the Lego Mario stuff are people who like Mario and like Lego. Mm -hmm. There's not I don't think there's a lot of adults or children asking, hey, can I get the new Mario, you know, Lego set? I don't think that's what kids are looking for. They're looking for one of the other thousands of sets that Lego has that's more, you know, you know, tiered toward them. And kind of thrilling stuff, I guess. But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how it sells. And you're right, you know, we could just see this in a clearance, you know, <laughs> bin, for a, you know, six months from now. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then the last piece of news that I have would be the announcement of all the stuff coming to Apex in a couple of weeks, um, which is important to us because of how much we play Apex. 
Um, yes, it is. So we got a new legend, Valkyrie, and the tie-in to Titanfall I thought was really cool. Right, you got yeah, to see some characters was. from from Titanfall Two, I believe, or was it the first Titanfall? Titanfall Two. Titanfall Two. Yeah, they kind of blend together for me. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. It's not quite what we were thinking originally from the leaks that we were going to get full blown Titans on the Apex map, but uh, it looks like she's going to have some form of flying Titan or something. Um, but I'm excited. I still play it every day. So new news for me on the Apex front is cool. There's a new weapon, which is a bow, which I think could be interesting. Um, and then no new maps. They're just changing up the map. It looks like a bunch of like trees and stuff getting added to the to the one map there. But uh, I was super excited. They had a nice little video, eight minute video or whatever to show her backstory. And they always do those very well. So I think that comes out in a couple weeks. Right, the beginning of May. Yes, um, I think I think May third, if I'm yeah. if if I remember correctly. Which is good because I'm done with the battle pass and I need a new one to go through. So yeah, I only need <laughs> like five. No, I think four more levels for okay. the current battle pass, and it'll be worth it for me. Yeah, but so far so good. Yeah, you know they. I was reading two different stories that came out today that both Apex Legends and War and Call of Duty Warzone have surpassed a hundred million players each. Yeah, which. You know, I'm going to be biased and say that Apex Legend probably deserves it more, but we also have news that Warzone, big changes are coming to Warzone. People are finally getting what they're asking for. And I just hope for every single Warzone player out there that you're going to get what you want. (laughs) You know, I'm not a big fan of Warzone, and it's probably because I'm not good at it at all. And I feel like definitely the weapons in that game tend to be more overpowered, and you tend to steer toward that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like that's unfair in a lot of ways, but you know, Apex is a both games deserve it. They make incredible amount of money and I'm just, and you know, me personally, I'm just glad to hear that Apex is continuing to do well. And, you know, I hope that respawn will be able to make, it doesn't even have to be Titanfall three. If I'm being honest, I just hope they go to make other games that um, are good because the, the amount of money they're racking in with Titanfall is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they've been sitting on this game for, couple of years now right yeah i think um, we're on yeah we're we just passed the two-year anniversary right. i believe so you would think that they'd be working on something else um but who knows and they may be content just to cash in this insane amount of money that they make just like call of duty um is raking in with warzone i haven't been into warzone in a while just because one the uh cheating problem was really bad and it's gotten to the point where like there's really only you know three to five guns that are viable that everybody uses and it just got boring to me. Um, I like the idea in apex that you can use pretty much any gun you want and still be able to hold your own. So to me, it's a more balanced game than Warzone is, but once their update hits, I'm sure I'll check it out again to see if it's any better. Yeah. There were stories coming out about how like even NFL players, like when they're streaming, especially during the off season here, like you can see that people are using hacks and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing to, in order to get that. And that, that just sucks for everyone involved. And, I, you know, I know computer games usually have anti-cheat software that, you know, automatically runs to make sure that you're not cheating. But the fact, you know, if you're somebody who's watching Warzone and you're watching your favorite NFL pro player play Warzone and he's getting, you know, 
people are sniping him from across the map because of cheaters, it doesn't look good for your game at all. No, no, it doesn't. So, <laughs> you know, something something needs to be implemented to the point where it it starts to either fix it or slow it down because it yeah. does seem like it 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 seems no matter how many people they ban, more and more just continue to come up. Yeah, it's a never ending cycle. They keep putting up how many people they ban and it just doesn't seem to make a difference because people are just making new accounts. So yeah, I need to figure something out. Yeah, exactly. My last story is just that the GPU shortage is going to be continuing throughout July, according to NVIDIA uh, and continuing also throughout the year as well. I, I don't know why I put July. I meant the <laughs> entire year. Um, this is to be expected, of course, with the Xbox and PlayStation also. Um being very difficult to get i you know i I just i feel bad for anybody who's you know got christmas money and wanted to build a pc and my friend you know i I love him to death of course but he spent like i think almost eight hundred dollars for a gpu that's a little bit better than mine and i paid 200 (laughs) so you know uh, all, all power to the people who can afford that kind of thing but i know there are a lot of kids who got you know, four hundred or five hundred dollars for Christmas money, and they're trying to get like a thirty seventy, like I am, mm-hmm. and you just can't get it. And not even five hundred dollars buys you even half the graphics card that you could buy two years ago when you could build PCs. Yeah. And you know, same thing goes for consoles. Just sucks in general that the that the shortage of all this stuff is really hurting everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, I had every intention of building a new pc this year my pc is like six years old at this point so i'm due for an upgrade and i honestly just gave up um it's just impossible and i'm not willing to pay the triple amount right that it's actually worth to get a graphics card a decent one um so i think i'm just gonna wait and hope that next year you know or maybe the end of this year is better for that um it's just it's just not doable right now unless you're willing to spend you know, over $2,000 for a computer that would normally cost you probably under a thousand. Um, it's just insane. So, you know, my solution was I, you know, I got a, a new iPad. I've never owned an, my own iPad. So I went that route because I like to do a lot of like drawing and that kind of stuff. And that'll just hold me over until I can actually get a hold of a GPU for an actual decent price. Yeah, and your your drawings are really good, so I'm interested to see what you continue to continue to whip up. So that I'm I'm happy for you, regardless of whether or not it's a new PC or not. We'll work on a new logo. We'll get we'll get one going there. Maybe maybe okay, that'll be the first one to work on. There you go. Yep. And then that's going to be it for news here, at least for me. If yep. uh, it doesn't look like Craig has any more, so nope. we're going to be going to games played for the week, which I did jump between a couple games, and I'll explain kind of the first two. But okay. uh, first, you know, we definitely I, I played MLB The Show twenty one, and I've had it since and I've been able to play since Friday. This so is we'll interesting because we haven't talked really to each other about how we feel about it. So I'm interested to see our opinions. Yeah, and it's it's I'm not going to get into it yet, Okay, but um, I've been really looking and I hate to say, it, but I've been really trying to find like an online MMORPG just okay. because that's been something I've wanted to do. I wanted to get into community like I, um, I love Destiny for a long time, but I'm just so burned out on it that I just I don't look forward to playing it ever. Mm-hmm. So I want something that I can play. So, for example, I tried to download or no, I got Fantasy Star Online 2. Oh, boy, which is a game on the <laughs> Xbox. And like one thing I'll say is these games always like perform better on PC because you have a mouse. Yeah, like navigating through menus is not such a slog. 
when it comes to that. Uh, the first thing I'll let people know is Fantasy Star Online 2. I really did try to get through it, but I played for probably about two hours and the community was dead. Hmm. Um, the people I tried to play with had no intention of wanting to maybe party up and go through missions together. Uh, I, it takes a lot for me to kind of message in a chat, like, Hey guys, any, anybody want to play a mission with me? <laughs> and nobody, and nobody answers like everybody's doing their own thing. So fantasy star online too, even though like when you log in, you get a ticket for a million XP and it gets you to like level 30, <coughs> level 35 or something Mm -hmm. and i used it and i'm like okay like i could do higher stuff now but even the people in the higher like level type things didn't want to do anything with me either so it was was, i was just a sad lonely boy (laughs) (laughs) trying to play an online game but before i get to the next one i tried is there anything else you played other than mlb yeah so i did play uh the mummy demastered on the switch uh, this week and um I it's okay. It's a you know, it's a a Metroidvania type deal, right? Kind of like Bloodstained, where you have your little very cryptic map in the top right corner. That's just boxes for each room to help you keep track of where you've been. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Metroidvania type of game, but I did want to try this one because it you know, I heard a a lot of good things about it when it came out, I think last year or something like that. Uh, I played for about two, two and a half hours, and I just don't it's not a bad game, but I don't see anything that's to set it apart from things that are already out there. Like Bloodstain to me is a very, very good game in that style. And this isn't doing anything special or different from that. So it was a very just kind of a eh experience for me. I'm definitely not going to finish it, um, but I don't know. Maybe if maybe something I'm missing something, maybe I needed to play more to get to where people are like raving about it. But for me and the money i would just go with bloodstained in my opinion that's just a better game yeah okay the other online mmorpg that i I was able to play was black desert which i did have a bit more of a of a better experience with because instead of trying to do or like join a mission and then hoping you find people like Black Desert is more like a traditional MMORPG where where when you walk into combat sections, you can see other people and other stuff is going on. I'm having a lot more fun with this one and the combat system is pretty good and the game looks pretty good itself. I don't want to give away too much just because I don't know how much I am going to get into this game because um, there are other online MMORPGs that I do want to try. It's just a matter of which one finally grips me because I think eventually it's going to and um, as much as I don't want to pay monthly for Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> online, I have a feeling it's going to be the thing that gets me just because yeah. it, that's that's the way this is usually something you pay monthly for. You're going to get more attached to. But they do do a free trial account, which I haven't tried yet. But the trial account lets you play the full base game and their and the first DLC, which maybe maybe I'm going to probably give that a shot. So. I will continue to keep you guys updated on that. So here's the question then. How long did you spend in the character creator for Black Desert? Because I know that's a big thing. So the Black Desert, it looks really good. The Mm -hmm. thing is, is each class, you can't change its gender. So Mm -hmm. I picked the sorceress class and the only gender there is a male Mm -hmm. or sorry, female. So I didn't spend too much time in it, but you know, I get you get to pick a male character and I think. You know, I have got no problem with that, I'm being honest, but I could see people like, 
oh, I want to be this class, but I want the male version of it. And there's no, you can't pick a male version of that class. Okay. So um, it, it kind of gates people off in that way. But regardless, it's um, it, it, the combat system is what's been most fun for me in, okay. um, in Black Desert, for sure. Cool. Do you want to get into the show? Yeah, let's get into the show here. Uh, MLB the show, free to Xbox players, mm-hmm. and you know, did you the, play on Xbox or you just play on PS5 so far? I've just played on PS5. Okay, so far. and I've played on Xbox, so that's good. Go okay. ahead. So we both have different opinions. So I've had it since Friday, mm-hmm. and you know, I will say I did take a year off of the show, so I'm not burned out on it in any way. But the good things I've liked about the show so far are one. Um, the game looks good. It I don't think it's incredibly, you know, this insane, good looking game, like how sometimes the show can sometimes revolutionize. Oh, this is what a new sports game can look like. Yeah, uh, it's just not there yet. And the my favorite thing so far has been the new style of pitching, which is the skill stick, yeah. which is when you're throwing a pitch, it's kind of a timing mini game where you have to follow the outline at a certain pace and then release the ball when, you know, a little tiny circle gets very small. And I'm loving that so far. Pitching is so much more fun yep. when doing that. Um, Pitching is great. I love it. Um, I don't normally do, like, I always like to do the road to the show, right? And I don't yeah. normally do pitchers. Um, but they give you the option, right, when you start, where they're like, hey, we're, we want to do, like, a two-way. We want you to, you know pitch some and, and also it asks where you want to be. So I'm an outfielder and also a pitcher, which I think is cool. You get to try both. Um, I honestly do think that the pitching is very, very good. It's very intuitive. Um, I still have issues with the hitting, but I've had issues with the hitting every year of the show. I did play it last year and I had the same problems. And I don't I think it's just my skill in the game, honestly, is, is not where it should be. Um, graphics wise, I was, I don't think it's that great, honestly. I mean, it doesn't look terrible, but I don't like when you compare to next gen games, I still think NBA is at the top. Um, I think this looks better than Madden does on next gen. Um, And it looks better than NHL. I'll tell you that much. Yes. But I don't think it's great. I think it's kind of, it doesn't look that much better to me than me playing last year's the show on my PS4. Um, I, it looks almost identical to me. Um, the show, like the road to the show is kind of the same. It doesn't seem like they changed a whole lot there. Not that they need to, cause it's a good, you know, it's a good experience there. Um, I'm not a huge baseball fan, so I don't know like how long I'll play it or how long I'll keep it installed on my Xbox, but for not having a baseball game on the Xbox in a while, like a good one, this, you, you can't go wrong, especially if you have game pass. So I don't want people to think that I think it's a terrible game. I just think it's kind of in the middle like a, you know, a solid like six or seven, maybe for me. Yeah, there are definitely some things that I don't like about this game. So, mm-hmm. for example, I kind of hate the fact that in most of these career games, take, for example, NBA, when you're doing your career games, you are able to buy stubs and forcibly make your player better yep. to kind of get back to get into the, you know, the the starting rotation quicker. In MLB The Show, and this is like my biggest gripe with it, I hate the fact that, you know, I get it. It's kind of nice that your player, you can't just buy points for your player. You have to organically raise him up pretty well. 
Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that people, uh, you can also get equipment for your road to the show player. And this equipment can be based on regular gold, silver, diamond tier equipment that makes your player better. Mm-hmm. But that equipment is also hidden in road to the show packs, which is the same thing as playing, you know, um, diamond dynasty yeah. where maybe you get a new piece of, uh, equipment. Cause there's no like equipment packs right now. You just randomly get equipment in in the packs you're looking for with players for Diamond Dynasty. And I just really hate that mechanic. If you're going to if you're going to make equipment and stuff that makes your player better, you know, have to pay for it, there should be a pack in the show that allows you to get some guaranteed equipment that will allow you to be better. Yeah. And, you know, make make the slog because sometimes it is a slog through the triple a and double a it you know your player starts off bad and the fact that (laughs) you can't the fact that you can't upgrade him pretty much right away to kind of make your time through the minor leagues of mlb a lot quicker is going to suck to a lot of people and there's going to be people that never make it out Mm -hmm. of the of the start of the of the league you start in which i think is in triple or double a right so that is a warning and my biggest gripe of the game. The fact that the this could have been balanced a lot better. And I'm not a huge Diamond Dynasty player, which, you know, I bought the Jackie Robinson edition. So the thing is, is I have legends on my te- on my Dynasty team already. And I do say MLB the show does Dynasty like ultimate team things a lot better than what FIFA and Madden do. It's I feel like it's not as cheap. I'm getting players that I get to keep and they're not on loan. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for example, today I was trying to get some equipment and you have stubs and I have stubs built in. You just earn stubs through playing games. And I got like a diamond JT uh, uh, Riamudo from the Phillies, the catcher. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, do I even want this? (laughs) Like I could quick sell it to get stubs, which will then allow me to go into a market to buy equipment for my road to the show player. But I just haven't decided yet. We have to see. It's kind of. Yeah, that's my biggest gripe. And your kind of thing with hitting, mm-hmm. you know, I, I used to play zone hitting and then I tried it in this game and I, I was not doing zone hitting anymore. No. I was always late. So I tried the directional stuff and the directional is OK. I'm trying to get better at it. The the thing that can make this game like a huge slog and I'm starting to realize I'm going on a rant here about MLB the show. That's fine. But the the dynamic uh difficulty system can really uh like can really make things hard for you or make it really easy and I'm having trouble finding this middle ground to where early in my road to the show I was batting like 0.500 like mm-hmm. I was hitting everything and I was and I was having a lot of fun. Um, but eventually the dynamic difficulty system bumps you up to a difficulty and now like, I'm lucky if I get a hit a game, which (laughs) yes, is more realistic to baseball. I understand that, but there, there needs to be this middle ground here where I can feel like I'm successful and also feel like, um, and also kind of struggle a little bit. It's okay to struggle. Yeah. But, um, too much struggling just makes me want to sim through a game and, (laughs) The one thing that kind of almost doesn't work about the double pitching, uh, the dual position thing in Road to the Show is I also picked a pitcher and I'm a left fielder. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. 
uh, and I am also a left fielder, but there are some games where I will never get any fielding opportunities yeah. ever. Yep. So I can go an entire game without ever having an opportunity. And maybe if I switched my team or if I switched it to a first baseman or a, um, or like a shortstop or something, it would be a little bit better, but I just haven't gotten there yet. It's just, um, maybe in the MLB you get more opportunities to play, but yeah. You know, there there's a lot of good and I think a lot of bad that comes with MLB the show. And I think this is another sports game that's kind of held back by the fact that it has to be on previous gen consoles as well. Yeah. Um, and I think we're gonna see that for another year. I and would probably be at least, yeah. Yeah. I think like fielding, I think is kind of sluggish, right? Like, yeah, you if you're lucky you'll get like three opportunities in a game. You know, I'm playing center field, so usually get between two and three opportunities a game. And, you know, when it goes to you're like, all right, it's definitely coming my way. But like you have to wait and then, you know, it'll give you the directional arrow. But I feel like there's like a delay, like when you hit the direction, then your guy like starts moving and it's caused Mm -hmm. me to miss some things that I feel like I shouldn't have missed. Um, So I don't know if that's the way it's always been or not. I don't remember if it was the same way last year, Um, but I kind of had the opposite problem you did because my first four games i didn't get a single hit i was over four every single time um and then it bumped it down and then i was getting you know home runs and triples and doubles i'm like well now it's just too easy so like yeah there definitely needs to be a middle ground like i think i would be happy you know maybe i'll have games where i go four for four and then you know a game where i'm one for four or oh for four that's fine but like it shouldn't be I can't hit anything to I'm hitting home runs twice a game or more. Like it shouldn't be that exact, like so far apart like that. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. And, but again, like I, it makes me feel like maybe I should just stick to being a pitcher because pitching is so fun and in, in the game. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's what I'll definitely. do <laughs> if, if I make it out of the, the minor leagues here, because it's, I'm not doing well and my attributes aren't going up very much. And I'm surprised they haven't just been like, kicking me off the team but uh we'll, we'll give it some more shots here i think I'll, I'll definitely put some more time into it before i decide whether or not i'm gonna stick with it yeah and that, and like that's exactly what i mean about the about the road to the show feature mm-hmm. is the fact that it takes so long to get some of your stuff to get to be better yep. that there's a chance that you never make it through that slog and with the jackie robinson edition you know i get a bat that increases my contact or power right out of the gate so it makes it easier but anybody who wants to play the base game shouldn't be punished right. for getting the base game and have to, you know, and let's be honest, when you play road to the show, you want to get to the MLB as quick as possible. Yep. You want to you want to play with the pro players, you know, you know, I, I'm an Arizona Diamondbacks fan. I want to play with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. And I right now play for the sod poodles, which is the <laughs> the weirdest name I've ever I've ever heard. And I didn't even know that that was a team that existed, but. And when the team struggles, it also makes you angry, mm-hmm. which I find a lot of the time when you're pitching a shutout game and you don't get any run support, you're just like, <laughs> God, like this team just sucks. Yep. So and and also on a side note, like the weirdest thing ever for me, and even though I knew it was coming, still threw me off was starting it up and then getting a PlayStation logo on my Xbox. Yep. It's just yep. weird. It's such a weird thing. Um but, you know, maybe we start seeing more of that. Maybe we start seeing Microsoft things on Sony and, you know, vice versa. But just very interesting to see that started up in its big old PlayStation Studios right in the middle of your screen. 
Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> so those are going to be the games we played this week, unless you have some others, Craig. Nope. This is all I played. So expect from me next week, I will have near automata. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sorry. Near replicant one point, whatever. I'm not going to even try to remember <laughs> yeah. the bunch of numbers. Yeah, the, the numbers. I am really super excited for that game. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have too much of an impression yet, but I am also I've like played one game of what's called Other Side, okay, which is a turn based. Uh, it's a turn based game on the Switch and on PC. So I'll have more about that next week. Cool. And I think uh, I, I think so far the the stu- what I'm what I'm playing is good so far. Good. So let's go ahead into movies uh, or TV shows. I was busy this week on movies. How about you? Let's uh, not so much. Okay. (laughs) I was I was playing MLB. I did get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course, as per our regular. Sure. Um, but you know we have Mortal Kombat this week, which Mm -hmm. I will sit down and watch. Which I'm not gonna lie, I'm terrified for that movie. I'm so pumped. Um, (laughs) I just I I want it to be good, but my I don't. It it won't be good, but I'm gonna enjoy it anyway. But go so, ahead and do some okay. of the movies. So obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier, we can get into that. Um, I did watch and start another TV show and also watched a movie. So I did start watching The Nevers on HBO, yeah. um, which is very, very interesting. I know there's two episodes out so far. I watched the first one. Um, very interesting take. It kind of reminds me of the X-Men in a way where you have an orphanage run by two women um, and everybody in the orphanage is what they called the touched, um, which is. There was an event that happens and all the people that were touched by this event have some sort of power. Um, and, you know, these two women are going around trying to get everybody who has been touched, which is normally other women. But there are men who have the powers too, and take them back to their orphanage to protect them from this other force that I, I don't know who it is yet is trying to like kidnap them. Um, so the main two women, their powers, the one she can see like snippets of the future. It'll come to her and then she'll be, you know, it'll be like, oh, I need to be here because I got a vision of the opera. So I need to make sure I'm there. Um, The other one is an inventor and her powers. She can see where electricity wants to go. So it makes it very easy for her to figure out how to build things, um, which I think is cool. It's not really a normal power you would think of. Um, But you do have like there's a girl who's extremely tall. There's a girl who can kind of like throw fire. There's just all kinds of things. And I've been having a ton of fun. It is set in like the late 1800s, maybe the early 1900s. I don't remember. And it's in uh, London, I believe, or England, somewhere over there. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Um, There are, you know, the the beginning episode was a little slow at times. There's a lot of dialogue, so it's not all action all the time. But uh, I've been very intrigued by it so far. So I will be watching the second second episode and then going on from there. So definitely check it out if it, you know, seems like it would be something you'd be into. Uh, and then I did watch the movie Nobody um, that is out on digital now with uh, the man himself from Better Call Saul, Bob Odenkirk. Um, this is, you know, obviously kind of looks like a John Wick style movie. And it, it, it is in a way, except for the fact that he's not quite John Wick. Um, he is killing a lot of people, but he's also getting the crap kicked out of him as well, which I think is a nice little change. Um you know, basically centers around he is a family man uh, with a past that nobody else really knows about. There's some things that go down. Um, somebody breaks into his house uh, when his family's there. His son tries to stop the robbers. Uh, Bob Odenkirk's character doesn't do anything about it. 
and you know his his son is mad at him because he thinks he could have done something so he ends up you know going out and just picking random people and beating the crap out of them to like ease his anger because apparently in his past life he was quite the uh, i don't know if he's a hitman or not they don't really say but uh he the people that he beats up are tied to a russian mobster kind of like john wick um and then yeah. they, and then they all come after him and it's just this big thing it was fantastic i thought this movie was great um so much fun it's extremely funny um the action is great the ending set piece where he's pretty much home aloneing this place that they're coming to get him at with all these booby traps and stuff was fantastic um so definitely give it a watch it's on digital now to rent um it was in theaters but not for very long so i assume it's probably going to come out on 4k blu-ray and all that very soon but if you don't want to rent it just wait but 100 percent recommend check it out it's fantastic I heard good things about that movie, mm-hmm. so that's that's good to hear. Yeah. And then we can do Falcon and Winter Soldier if you want. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, just a heads up spoilers, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, this this is the penultimate episode for the first season here. And this episode for me is by far the best mm-hmm. episode that they've put out. And I know some critics are wishy-washy about the pacing and everything like that. But me personally... I really, really enjoyed this episode like this. This episode really made me like characters like the Falcon and Winter Soldier, like both of them get a lot of development this time through. And we'll start off with the episode starts off with a big bang with them fighting the new Captain America Mm -hmm. uh, or John Walker, uh, Captain America. And it is such an excellent fight scene uh, that, you know, this is what Marvel promised. It's this. TV type style thing that are pretty much playing out like movies that have like movie theater type action going through them. And it has been a, it's been a blast to watch and the, this fight here with the new captain America kind of definitely shows it all off. Yeah. Um, we're a hundred percent going down the U S agent route. So excited. Um, yeah, that fight with them trying to pull the shield off him was awesome. Um, you know, we get I was all about the like middle of this episode, right? Them working on the boat, I thought was yeah. awesome. Um, like the Rocky style training montage with Falcon, I thought was amazing. Um, him just like learning how to use the shield, even though they both already know how to use the shield. Um, just, you know, getting that build up for this last episode that, you know, is going to be just bonkers. Um, and then we got uh, the intro to uh contessa right uh yeah who was originally supposed to debut i found this out in the black widow movie um so i'm assuming she's probably going to show up in there as well but they moved it up because black widow got delayed um you can just call her uh pretty much lady hydra at this point um yeah instead of you can call her contessa if you want but um i thought that was cool to see her in there um man there's a lot going on in this episode but like making me so excited for that that last episode that we're getting before we get a month off of Marvel shows. Yeah. Like what definitely like some of the best parts is, and I think we're going to see more Zemo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the winter soldier after Zemo escapes, ends up not killing him. He tracks him down and gives him to the Wakandans. And then, you know, Bucky ends up asking for a favor from the Wakandans as well, which is this, you know, what's in the box, uh, you know, <laughs> moment. And yep. it's, you know, it's going to be Falcons uh, or, you know, 
it's going to be his new like um american uh sorry captain america armor yep and i look forward to it it looks good i uh, the part that really stood out to me the most was his conversation he had with isaiah yeah and everything that they learned about kind of the mistreatment of uh it there's things in this episode, you know, they kind of go through therapy when it comes to Bucky. It goes through how soldiers can be mistreated when it comes to John Walker. And you almost feel bad for him. Nope. Because <laughs> eh, some people do. I yep. get it. I, yep. But um, and then you also have you also have Isaiah struggle mm -hmm. to where they were told it was tetanus shots and every all of them reacted differently and isaiah was the only one who kind of got the super soldier serum correct and other you know other of his soldier people died as well and for everything that they did you know that isaiah moment was really gripping for yeah. me and it was it was by far the best the best part that i liked about it and i liked that falcon kind of used that to um to power him to choose to be the new captain america yeah. And, you know, the next episode, we kind of I can't wait for it because we we do find out that they're going to be attacking in the U.S. Um, what is the female character's name? Is it Sharon? The one you the one you think is the power. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sharon. Yep. Sharon. Carter. Uh, yeah, we find out that Sharon orders like frag grenades for the flag smashers. Yep. So there's all this stuff going on. It's pretty much like a new subset of, you know, a small subset of Hydra almost at this point. And yeah, I'm kind of I kind of want to see if Carly ends up getting mixed up with Hydra at all with any yeah. of this. So the it, next episode is going to be crazy. A good fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of throwing into question whether or not Sharon is going to be the power broker or not. It could be her. It could be Contessa. It could be somebody we haven't even seen yet. Um, that thing with the. Uh, Zemo, you know, he was taken by the Wakandans, right? Uh, Bucky gave him to the Wakandans. And even if you don't like pay attention to the comics or you read the comics or whatever, it still should have made your ears perk up a little bit. If you've played the Spider-Man game on PS4, where yep. they said they were yep. taking him to the raft. Um, you know, we all know what that is. <laughs> you know, we dealt with that in the first Spider-Man game. So we know where he's going. We know he'll be a factor sometime. Maybe not in this last episode, but Somewhere down the line, he's probably going to be factoring in again with other villains. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool that they threw that in there, setting up something down the line. Uh, but yeah, and then this was, as far as I know, unless I missed something, this was the first episode with an after credit scene, right? Yeah, it was. Yep. With him making his own, uh, John Walker making his own shield, the U.S. agent shield um, with his little Medal of Honor, you know, branded into the middle. Um it's a cool scene, but in my mind, I'm like, they're going to snap that thing in half in like two seconds, right? That's that's what you that, like. That's right. what I expect as well. He's going to throw the shield once <laughs> and Falcon's shatter. literally. Yeah, it, like Falcon's just going to wave his arm and it's going to bend in half and be useless. Right. He made it out of um, just regular sheet metal, it looked like. So, yeah, <laughs> unless he unless he got materials from Contessa, which right. really they we don't know about either. And on top of that. He still has that extra vial of the super serum that we mm -hmm. really don't know what it's going to be used for, I think. I think so. He, yeah, unless he took it. Well, well, I remember in the scene he put it in his pocket, but he didn't give it to anybody. And right. I think Contessa said taking that vial was like one of the best things you, you did for yourself. Yeah. So 
I, I think I think we're going to lead into other stuff with that. I, I thought like Falcon was somehow going to get it and he still might. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that version of Captain America has the super serum or not. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't. I guess he could have some, but uh, I don't know that. I don't feel like he would need it. Right. He has his wings, which I think would, you know, I don't think he's losing those wings just because he's going to become Captain America. I think he'll have both. Right. The shield and the I, wings. So according to what I read, he left those wings for that right. one. Yeah. But doesn't he eventually become the Falcon in the comics? That's he does. What I read. He does. Okay. Um, and there have been I don't know how if they're actually accurate or not, but there have been some uh, pictures out there of his his new suit um, that we should see in the next episode. And if those are correct, he does have the shield, but he also still has a new pair of wings. Oh, um, cool. Which okay. would be probably made out of vibranium, I would think at that point. Yeah. Um, which would make them pretty much indestructible. So could be cool. Um, but yeah, him leaving the wings definitely set up. Uh, I forget his name, but, you know, in the comics, he does become the next Falcon. So I'm sure we'll be seeing him again as well. Maybe in this last episode, maybe he shows up with the wings. I kind of want to see if this. Um, uh, I remember the first Spider-Man movie. What was the villain in that one? Vulture. That's mm-hmm. it. I wonder if we're going to get some sort of like really like cool vulture type thing with his wings or whether or not it's going to be different from that. Cause yeah, like the v- vulture himself was kind of a weaker villain, but mm-hmm. like that, like suit that he had was so cool that <laughs> I didn't very care. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that it, was cool. There's just, there's going to be a lot, to... a lot of people in this last episode. I think yeah. everybody's going to show back up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that it's maybe like an hour and 15. Yeah. And in all honesty, I hope it's yeah. an hour and 15. I'm just more bummed that, you know, I was under the impression and it was the wrong impression that we were going from this right into Loki, but we're not right. Loki's yeah. not until June and then Black Widow's in July. So having a month, which isn't that long, but like when you're used to going from WandaVision every week, pretty much right into Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's going to be kind of a bummer not to have that to look forward to every Friday. Yeah, and then you end up getting stuck with the point of, well, what do I watch on Disney Plus now? Yeah, because I think we uh, May has the Bad Batch, right, which is the Star Wars animated yeah. thing, which I'm yeah. not into that. So it but I know a lot of people are. So maybe that's what they're thinking. Um, but yeah, for for me, like it's a month where I'm going to be like, oh, I don't need Disney Plus this month, really. Yeah, I'm going to be watching the Bad Batch, of course. Like, I loved the start, like the Clone Wars animated series and everything they did with the new stuff was awesome. So I'm going to I'm definitely going to have fun watching that. But this is like another one of the problems where, like, we have Netflix and, you know, Netflix took a while to get Mm -hmm. new content coming out and having it consistently come out where HBO kind of did it in less than two months of being released, was able to find a way to get new content out every month and. You know, sometimes, you know, you get new content a week here, Mm -hmm. but that's something that I think Disney Plus is so curated and so like governed heavily to the point where like if they even have an idea, it probably has to get through 17 different board investors (laughs) and has to be something that's of quality where, you know, Netflix, you know, does have bad movies and does have bad shows, but they still come out and they're still fresh and people will watch it because it's something different from from what's the norm. Yeah, true. I'll just be watching. I mean, I'll have the show The Nevers on HBO, so that, that'll fill the void for me at least. But yeah, it's going to be kind of a bummer not having Marvel things to look forward to after after this Friday. 
Yeah, and one thing I one thing I will say, and I don't go too much into it either, is so the new anime season kind of started, mm-hmm. and the two new thing and the the kind of the one cool thing I've been watching, it's like Vivi's v- last. Um, uh, here, get, uh, you know what? No, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll mention it next week. Okay. Uh, and you know if. One thing, this is what I will mention about the anime. If people want me to recommend like a weekly anime type thing, I don't, I won't go too far into it because there's not enough people that I think watch anime Mm -hmm. that do this. But Mm -hmm. if you, if you write at the email, high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com and tell Craig, Hey, give Barry two minutes to tell us what (laughs) anime he's been watching. Yeah. uh, I will, I'll do it in a heartbeat. I've got no problem recommending it, but I know, you know, there's different tastes for everybody and anime is just as much of a medium as everything else. And, yeah. you know, everybody seems to be investing in it along with, uh, you know, along with Netflix doing their own anime stuff. I will be seeing Mugen Train this week, so I will. That is a movie that I will mention in next week's podcast. Cool. So if, if if you're not into it, then so be it. That's just like, yeah, doesn't matter. You're going to hear about it. Yep. <laughs> and it's. And it's going to be it's going to be weeb stuff. Everybody loves it. (laughs) So that's going to be it for the high sensitivity gaming podcast. I do thank you guys for listening and giving us a shot. If you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends or share it online on your social media. It helps a lot and more than you know. If you're interested in getting more involved with the community, we have a Facebook and Instagram, a Twitter and a Twitch all under high sensitivity gaming the twitter just look up high sensitivity gaming you'll find it i swear mm-hmm. yeah, not, it should i won't pop go into up the right handle. at the top <laughs> yeah I, i'm not gonna go into the specifics of my of the handle because it was taken <laughs> yep so you know with that again thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next time see you later <laughs>